0: greetings kind soul and welcome to babylon rising a queer podcast about liberatory magics art and the occult i am your lovely host raya and i use they them and theirs pronouns only so good to have you here once again for episode two last episode in episode one i spoke about babylon the red goddess herself and inspiration for this entire audio endeavor and that episode was such a joy for me to create and i do encourage you to listen to it it's number one in my podcast feed but i will have you know that i'm equally as excited for this episode where i will be talking a little bit about satanism and um some of the positive effect it's had on my life and its potential for good in the world, you know? I'm feeling real inspirational right now, gotta say. <laughs> um. Anyways, so maybe that that goal of this episode sounds a little weird if you're unfamiliar with Satanism, so I will take it upon myself to refresh you on what exactly Satanism could mean and what I mean specifically. So... Satanism can look quite a few different ways, depending on who you ask to describe it to you. Generally speaking, there are a couple divides, one of which being between atheistic Satanists and theistic Satanists. Atheistic Satanists not believing in um, God or any divine beings or any supernatural beliefs associated with those two things. Um, and theistic satanists believing that satan is their god their divine being and any you know typically associated uh, supernatural beliefs right another divide would be between um lavey and satanism that's satanism as understood by anton lavey and his church of satan and um The Satanism of the Satanic Temple, which are definitely distinct and different from one another. Um, Anton LaVey's Satanism being kind of regressive in terms of women's roles, um, gender roles in general, um, how power is to be doled out in his organization, um, misogyny, objectification. There are various issues with LaVey's Satanism. I mean, other than the fact that it's pretty irrelevant here in 2019. (laughs) And that's no shade. Um, I've been interested in Satanism for kind of a while. And um, what first got me interested was the Satanic Panic of the 1980s, which, of course, involves like the Satanic Church quite a bit. And I was very fond of watching old timey to me, at least, you know, I'm I'm generation z all this 80s shit is fucking old to me (laughs) um but the point i'm trying to make is that i did very much so enjoy watching old interviews um from the 1980s with like satanic temple spokespersons at the time xena and the dude one (laughs) the various spokespeople um and the weird stuff that was happening at that time concerning satanism and satanic beliefs and satanic ritual abuse that wasn't really happening all that stuff is really what got me interested in satanism i just thought that was such a weird time you know anyways so i mentioned the levain satanism and the church of satan and i would be remiss not to mention the satanic temple um which i'm kind of posing in opposition to the satanic church but that's not necessarily the case um, The Satanic Temple is my baseline in talking about Satanism because of the fact that their tenets are super clear um, and obvious and easy to access. You know, I can't really have a baseline for Satanism based on like every different kind of Satanist there is because there are so many of, I mean, so many, quote unquote. There are enough that... There isn't one kind of satanic belief is what I'm trying to say here. And a big thing for me about um, Satanism is the way it pairs so nicely with feminism and an interest in uh, social justice, you know? Um, which, you know, for reference, when I speak about feminism, my baseline for that is generally speaking, uh, what would we now call um intersectional feminism, thanks to you, Kimberly Crenshaw. That's feminism, you know, an interest in gender equality for everyone with a focus on how various forms of oppression intersect. Um that's my quick definition of um intersectional feminism because for this episode I wanted a definition to like be simply referenced um because of the fact that I'm gonna talk about the seven tenets of the satanic temple um and i wanted you know to be able to clearly show how the two are related to one another but it's really hard in doing research about things like feminism or satanism it's like 50 percent wild as heck conspiracies and the other half is like very serious dedicated individuals but just one of those two groups is louder than the other (laughs) very tough stuff to research um anyways let's talk about the seven tenets of the satanic temple since i mentioned that that's pretty much my baseline when it comes to satanism and those go like this one should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions One's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. The freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend, to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forgo one's own. Beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world, One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. People are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. Every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. So clearly these tenets have some severely feminist implications considering their focus on things like bodily autonomy, compassion, justice, and social responsibility. Um, Those things align pretty well with goals for gender equality, um, which, you know, is the ultimate goal of feminism, I would guess. But, you know, there's so many different kinds of feminisms. There are about as many kinds of feminism as there are kinds of Satanism. So I just wanted to make it clear which of the two I'm speaking about in this case. You see, Satan is a powerful symbol. um, And that's partly thanks to, you know, Christian religious regressives who would stand against things like gender equality or racial justice or bodily autonomy and who channel their discomfort or distaste or hatred even for these things into the symbol of satan itself for them satan is behind the gay agenda encouraging evil homosexual behavior and satan is tricking feminists into destroying families and satan is turning people transgender and abortions are satanic rituals and I think you get the point. <laughs> so these people believe that any culture, any politics, anything at all that subverts their conservative Christian expectations is the direct influence of Satan somehow. This is what these people believe. And if you're going to place so much power into a symbol, Um, that you've basically turned into your communal shadow and then also refuse to integrate this communal shadow, you're setting yourself up for pain and manipulation on all ends for everyone. Nobody wins with this mentality. These religious people get bamboozled into believing ridiculous conspiracies and paying these equally ridiculous if not more conspiracy theorists for supposed secret satanic knowledge to defend themselves against and people who don't have these deeply held beliefs also get hurt by this blame it on satan mentality they're ostracized and rejected for honestly no good reason no good reason at all through satanism we can take up this clearly powerful and recognizable symbol and use it for something more productive Um, instead of this symbol being used against us we can use it to help us let go of feeling shame for who we are and for our association with this symbol Um, as well as like these outsider status that comes with being told by people around you that you're secretly being possessed by the devil to wear the clothes you like or listen to the music that you like we can take this, these things, this outsider status, this this powerful symbol, and use it as a tool for facing injustice and to use it to incite change. For Satanists, Satan is the righteous rebel who stood against a tyrannical authoritarian god despite the consequences. Satan is the one who helped Eve in giving her the opportunity to gain the knowledge of good and evil when this tyrannical god would rather her be dumb. Um, And for Satanists, Satan is a symbol of enlightenment and of bettering oneself through knowledge. And, you know, Satan has long been associated with all kinds of marginalized groups. That's why it's such a powerful symbol, Um, you know, women queer and trans people people of color and other religious minorities um any group or individual who doesn't didn't or refuses to fit into these very religious conservative expectations has had their existence blamed on satan i feel like the symbol of Satan asks us if we are sure the status quo is as good as we think it is, if we are sure that things are the way they are meant to be, or if they could be better. And you know, I think that because every time something comes into existence that doesn't fit into the status quo, feminism, gay liberation, trans liberation, rock and roll and jazz, civil rights, single mothers, abortion, healthy sexual expression of any kind, anything really, it gets labeled as satanic in the backlash. Satanism can become an animating force in our quest for justice for ourselves and for our communities. And what absolutely doesn't help at all is all of the many, many satanic conspiracies. And, you know, I love a good conspiracy theory more than is appropriate, more than it's normal. I have a very unhealthy relationship with conspiracy theories. But it's obvious to even me, who loves a good conspiracy theory, that these theories perpetuate or even incite violence. And that's not okay. And, you know, my thing with conspiracy theories is I was introduced to them at a very sensitive age through a church that I was forced to go to and actually also through having been allowed on YouTube at a very, very young age and being sucked into like YouTube conspiracies back like when Google first bought YouTube pretty much was when I was on YouTube. And I mentioned already that I'm like a teenager, so... Yeah, take that as you will. These are elaborate conspiracies, though. Elaborate. Apparently, Celine Dion's clothing line is a satanic pedophile scam. Satanism is the religion of the New World Order elite, and they want to suppress Christianity and birth the Antichrist the earth being round and the sun being at the center of our solar system is a satanic conspiracy to lead people away from Christ, etc. There are many, many more conspiracy theories like this that I was considering, you know, pulling some quotes and stuff like that, but it's actually very ridiculous and upsetting to listen to. And so I'll let you imagine how these people are justifying these um accusations um whatever you imagine is not even half as wild as the things that they are saying and you know what i can understand the conspiracy theory thing personally i like conspiracies because it's fun to imagine that this is happening in an alternate world and to consider the what ifs to a ridiculous extent it's just a fun thing to think about thankfully i have not gone over the deep end and i have my feet mostly firmly planted in cons- in consensus reality but i know when i was much more impressionable it is very easy to let these conspiracies get the better of you i would ruin my week my day my month worried that lady gaga was mk ultra and indoctrinating young people into the illuminati And this was back in like 2010 when Lady Gaga made music that I liked still. Um, Anyways, these conspiracies can really get to you. And I understand that it feels nice to know a super special secret and it feels good to have your beliefs validated. And I understand that more than anything, people aren't like they're not that dumb. It's really obvious to most people that they're... Fundamental problems with the world and it's mostly that people would rather think that these fundamental problems are thanks to satanism and and queer people rather than you know thinking that maybe these mega rich corporations have something to do with all the fucked upness of the world um that's not exactly a comforting thought and it is comforting to think that satan is the big bad behind everything i think satanism gives us an opportunity to really face the fucked upness and embolden ourselves to want to do something about it rather than you know go blame it on satan and then run away with our tail between our legs um why don't we ally ourselves with a symbol of liberation And revolution? I mean, there are many symbols for those things. Satan is just one of them. I want to acknowledge that. Um, Anyways, ah, I do want to get a bit more personal because I did grow up with a very religious and repressed paternal family who I was around much more than I would have liked growing up, and I was always a disappointment to them because I wasn't what they wanted. I wasn't a you know sexually repressed, modest little girl who, who did whatever was expected of her and nothing else. Um, and I had to got get a lot of shit for that. I consistently had to hear about how my evil single mother was going to burn in hell, and she didn't raise me right because I don't cook for anybody and why do I wear skull t-shirt that's going to invite evil spirits into myself? And why do I color my hair? It's also going to invite evil spirits into myself. Clearly, it's going to lead me straight to Satan that my hair is pink or blue or purple. And the only reason I don't want to go to church is because Satan has taken a hold of me. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm surely some kind of promiscuous Jezebel because I wear bright lipstick how do I live with myself for being so sinful (sighs) and honestly I could go on with all the ways people have invoked Satan to try to shame me into behaving differently but one I am far too fucking stubborn um it is a wonder that sometimes I think about how lucky I am that I've made it this far because I am so stubborn and I have managed not to change myself all that much for people like this. But, you know, my point really is that we've all heard some version of this before or worse, you know, and at some point, you know, you're told how Satan, Satan likes rock music and Satan likes that you color your hair and, and that you wear lip stick and whatever other things that people get told that like they like because of satan at some point you have to think to yourself maybe if satan and i have such similar tastes he's not all that bad (laughs) you know for me i've i've just been told that i'm satanic in one form or fashion for so long that at some point you know it's not gonna seem all that bad and It felt like no matter what I did, I was aligning myself with the devil. And so I just stopped caring what people thought of me. Um, However, I still will never forget the first satanic ritual I tried to create for myself. And it was certainly something, a memory that I will treasure. I mean, it wasn't all that great of a ritual, but I don't know. It just feels really good to not... Be ashamed of yourself. And that's really my point with this whole Satanism talk. I just don't think people should be ashamed of themselves um, when they're not causing harm to others. Like, it doesn't hurt anyone if you wear lipstick or if you don't or if you color your hair or if you don't or if you listen to Lady Gaga. I mean, I don't like country music, so that's why I don't like to listen to Lady Gaga. But it's not hurting anyone. And I mean... There's, there is another conversation that I would like to have about what it means, like, about, like, trying your best to not hurt people when, like, you know, there's no ethical conception under capitalism and there's so many things we do that we don't really have control over that are hurting people, you know. Um. Anyways, that's, that's another episode that I will eventually get to, but, you know, I just wanted to spend some time talking to you about about the the power of satan in my life <laughs> um anyways if you have any questions concerns or comments you can email me at Podcast at gmail.com you can find me on instagram as jezebel.spirit or tumblr you can find me on tumblr as the.jezebel.spirit.tumblr.com i also have a youtube channel called Raya light um and you can find all of this and more in the episode description for every episode of the show that I do. Anyways, I am so grateful for our time together, and I hope to speak to you again in the next episode.